0: This past Wednesday night was a bit of a difficult one for all of us. Our beloved Cardinals lost an absolute heartbreaker. Uh, it was a great game, though, with a, with a bit of a difficult ending. Uh, postseason baseball for me is one of the most exciting times of year, especially whenever the Cardinals are in it. I, I always try to watch as much of it as I can because it's so exciting. So much, so much can hinge on a single at-bat or a single pitch. But this past Wednesday, I really was not able to watch very much of that game. Because I was in here leading adoration. I was leading encounter uh, for our youth group on Wednesday night. And anyone who knows me probably thought, oh my goodness, that had to have been very difficult for Father Schneier uh, to be in here when the Cardinal game was on and not able to follow it, not able uh, to watch it. Uh, and I, and I had to be honest, it was a bit difficult. Um, but while I love postseason baseball a lot, uh, I definitely love something or at least someone much more. And that was a lesson that I had to learn over a number of years, especially in maybe my earlier years in seminary, you know, large portions of games and events, that I had to be okay with missing, that I had to be okay with not being there. It definitely gave me a little bit of FOMO, fear of missing out a little bit. Um, But there was a lesson that I had to learn gradually over a long period of time. And it was initially difficult for me. Because as a kid, you know, postseason baseball was like appointment TV. Um, But I grew to see, eventually, that God was calling me to consider in these moments what was truly important in my life. Because as much as I love watching a great game, I know that I love Christ more. And God was calling me to surrender that love of watching a great sporting event to the love that I have for him, to my love for Jesus. You know, there's a beautiful saying that sometimes goes around, we become what we worship, we become what we adore. I think there's a lot of truth to that. We naturally, you know, orient or conform ourselves to what we perceive to be the highest goods that we can find in life. And Christ addresses this reality in the gospel today. It's often referred to as the parable of the rich young man. This man who has a great deal of eagerness and a lot of joy and wants to embark on the adventure, if you will, of a life with Jesus. And Jesus confronts this man. He acknowledges the good that is in him. He acknowledges that this man wants to follow him and embark on this journey. But he also confronts this man... ...with the prospect of giving up that which he cherishes the most. He confronts this man with presenting what he loves compared to Jesus. This rich young man was someone who had made his possessions the object of his adoration. They were the focus of his life. That's why he went away sad, because he had many possessions... Now, ironically, we don't know the end of this story. We, was that sadness? Was, was that sadness meaning that he couldn't follow Jesus? That he was literally going to abandon Jesus over his possessions? Or maybe it was because he knew that he was going to follow Jesus, and he was sad that he was going to have to give up those possessions to get there. It doesn't. It doesn't say. We don't know the full ending of this story, but it is very clear that this man has an inordinate love of possessions. And again, honestly, there's a little bit of that rich young man in me, especially again in my early years of embarking on that adventure of possibly becoming a priest, As I had to have that same confrontation of Jesus. Jesus confronting me with my inferior loves that I had clinged to, that I had thought were the object of my adoration, and Jesus confronted me and said, no, you need to give them up and orient them towards me. Because if Christ were to have told me in one of my early years of seminary, you know, go, go leave watching the game for a period of time, and go to the chapel and pray night prayer, or go pray a rosary, I would have probably walked in there very sad. That would have been me. So there's a lot of me in this rich young man. But over time, thankfully, I realized that if I am to love our Lord, that I have to surrender my other loves to him. Christ wants us to be conformed to him, brothers and sisters, patterned after him, with him as the object of our highest love. It doesn't mean we can't have other loves, and it doesn't mean that we can't enjoy other things either, even possessions. There are certain things that we have to have that are necessary for things in life, and there's not even anything wrong in and of itself in having abundance So long as, brothers and sisters, so long as those other loves point toward Christ. So long as those other loves are oriented toward him. Because when push will eventually come to shove, when there is a conflict between our loves, we must choose Christ and even delight in doing so. And this rich young man suffered from that inordinate or disordered love of possessions And real love, brothers and sisters, is always properly ordered. Properly ordered. Properly aligned with the love that we have for Jesus. Again, I will always love watching postseason baseball. That will probably be the case until the day that I leave this earth. But thankfully, it has found a way within the love that I have for Christ, not the other way around. And we could be inordinately attached or inordinately love a whole host of things. It could be power, money, the love of pleasure, possessions. These are some of the false gods, if you will, of our time. And we know the Israelites struggled with worshipping other gods too. The gods of other nations or even the gods of pleasure, wealth, and power. But we are called, brothers and sisters, to give of ourselves, to sort of give our lives away, and even to give our other loves to God. That which we love that is in this world, we are called to surrender to Jesus. It's not that these loves are bad in and of themselves, but giving them to God allows them to be properly ordered and to bear the most fruits. So maybe today, brothers and sisters, we can ask ourselves, what are my loves? What do I love in this life? Again, these are good things. Oftentimes, they're very, very good things. But then we can further ask ourselves, how can I orient that love toward the highest good, toward the highest love that I am called to have? How can I center my other loves toward the love that I have for Christ? So let us surrender our hearts, brothers and sisters, surrender our loves to the highest good, that is Christ. That we might truly find the treasure that is Christ, the treasure that he wants us to have.